Hello, and welcome to episode 17 of Stew on This, weekly reflections from my heart. I'm Stu Bittman, and this one's called Pick on Somebody Your Own Size. As many of you know, I've been caring for my mom, spending a lot of time as caregiver, um, as she heals physically and mentally and emotionally from her hip fracture and subsequent hospitalization, etc., it's been beautiful on a lot of levels to explore this different aspect of love with her after all these years. And in many ways, I find it just as heart-opening and certainly as intimate as any other aspect of love. Um, maybe too intimate. <laughs> Let's just say I've seen parts of her that I haven't seen since the day I was born. <laughs> and so that's got me thinking about the fact that she birthed me into this world is pretty cool, it's pretty miraculous, and I'm pretty thankful that it happened. And even though I'll obviously never have the experience of giving birth in that way, I can and do birth beautiful and true things like love and joy into the world all the time, simply by experiencing them or, or expressing them. And I realize there's a bottomless well of love and joy beneath me and around me and especially in me and in order to experience and express them the first place it has to be birthed into is my own consciousness because in a lot of ways that's the only place it doesn't exist in that moment let's think about that anytime we're not experiencing love or joy you know for all practical purposes there's only one place in the universe where love and joy isn't in that moment and that's our own consciousness so we can always birth that into our consciousness and out into the world that's a beautiful thing and there's no gestation period <laughs> love and joy are always full term and they're always ready to be birthed right now so as you've heard in a lot of podcasts, this is all about cultivating the ability to birth those things now. You know, so so I can experience them now, and the world can experience them now. That's pretty good news. And even better news is the more I cultivate that ability to give birth to those things into my consciousness and to the world, I will most likely have them more available when I really need them, like my mom does now. So in this three weeks of caregiving, I've noticed that what I birth into the world depends a lot on my background music, the background music in my consciousness. In my studies, I saw a film. It was a film, a montage of street scenes, and the background music was a bit like rap or hip-hop. I'm sorry, I'm not really familiar with the difference. But... Um, <laughs> it was a tough video to watch and it was seemed chaotic and noisy and ugly in a lot of ways the scenes and then the teacher showed the film again and it was exactly the same visual pictures but now the background music was something classical i think it was bach and unbelievably the whole experience was different it, it was beautiful it was and, and we noticed that we hadn't noticed the first time around that in every scene somebody was helping someone else or serving someone else so you know this pointed out to me how important background music is for our experience of things they certainly know about this in hollywood so my own background music is so important a factor in the kind of choices i make and again what i birth into this world so, 
I've also noticed that my background music depends greatly on my self-talk. Mostly what I've given my mom as a caregiver is encouragement. But how encouraging am I to myself? Hmm. I don't know about you, but I sometimes find it easier to encourage other people and to uplift other people than myself. And I need encouragement a lot. <laughs> how about you? I read this book by Lama Marut, who actually died a couple of months ago. He wrote a book called The Spiritual Renegade's Guide to the Good Life. And he said something in there that I remember, even though I read the book years ago, and it was something like, pick on somebody your own size. And you are exactly your own size. So he was reminding us to take responsibility for our own buttons that get pushed and our own reactions rather than blaming and judging other people, and I get that. But maybe we don't even have to pick on ourselves so much. Two, or either. <laughs> Again, I need encouragement. I, I, I would always love to be able to sing a song like, Home, home in my head, where my thoughts and my feelings all play, where seldom is heard a discouraging word, and the skies are not cloudy all day. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, but it's certainly not always true that I can honestly sing that. So, yes, I need encouragement and, encouragement, and often I need encouragement first. So, I heard a speaker years ago, he, he was in an audience, I was in an audience of hundreds of people, and he said, if I spoke to you the way you speak to yourself, you'd come up here and kick me in the butt. And I felt somehow that he was talking only to me. <laughs> and then I looked around and it seemed like a lot of people felt the same way, that he was only talking to them. I mean, think about it. If you needed a caregiver and that caregiver was saying things like, you suck, or, or you'll never get out of that bed, or, 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 or you obviously were doing some stinking thinking to have created this in your life, I mean, you would fire the him or her pretty quickly. So, so that's what I'm suggesting. Let's fire Nurse Ratchet in our head and give ourselves some encouragement again. We cannot beat ourselves up enough to feel good about ourselves. So, you know, if I mess up or if I get triggered, I need compassionate words, not, not a tongue lashing in that moment. I, I need some slack, excuse me, slack, not so much flack. So instead of hurling schmutz at myself or shooting on myself or tagging myself with some kind of label, you know, the chances are in an in energy of love and encouragement that I can give myself, you know, maybe I can learn from this. Maybe I can grow more easily. I, I imagine that when I was learning to walk, I, I was giving myself enough encouragement to keep getting up even though I was falling on my bum over and over and over, because apparently walking was important to me. Well, you know, being able to birth love into the world is, I don't know if there's anything more important than that. So let's be as encouraging as we were back then. You know, or if I'm having a hard time, which happens occasionally, I, I, I can remind myself, as I'm doing with my mom right now, that, you know, this too shall pass, or... or Better yet, I am more than enough to deal with this. I am more than enough 
to learn from this. I am more than enough to grow from this. I, I am more than enough to use this, whatever is going on, to further my unfolding of love, to, to expand my vision of love for self. Gosh, that would be a little different than what I often do. There's a part of the book Eat, Pray, Love where Elizabeth Gilbert is having a hard time and, and is having a dark night of the soul. And this is what she writes in her book. I'm here. I love you. I don't care if you need to stay up crying all night long. I will stay with you. If you need that medication again, go ahead and take it. I will love you through that as well. If you don't need the medication, I will love you too. There's nothing you can ever do to lose my love. I will protect you until you die, and after your death, I will still protect you. I am stronger than depression and braver than loneliness, and nothing will ever exhaust me. <laughs> Is that cool or what? Chiropractors out there, you can recognize maybe she was talking to her innate intelligence or maybe talking to herself from her innate intelligence. However it worked, wouldn't we like to be able to talk to ourselves that way? You know, even when things are going well, I need celebration and I need acknowledgement of that. I don't need thoughts like, oh, you, you know, this won't last. <laughs> You'll mess this up soon enough. Just just wait for the other shoe to fall. I... I I would love to hear, like, this is great, and, and these, you know, congratulations, and I'm proud of you, just like we would do for someone else. So, for this next week, I suggest and encourage that we start simply paying more attention to the way we talk to ourselves, and please, let's not use this to judge ourselves even more when we notice that perhaps it's not so loving or encouraging. Let's just notice it. Let's just acknowledge it and then turn around and say something more true and more loving about ourselves. Just like we would do if we were a caregiver for someone else. You know, we can not only become our own best ally, but we can become our own best caregiver. Yeah, stew on that. And I will see you next week.